Hold on, we oh, we's gonna man. slide it in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of y'all niggas. Wait, just we we, we just gonna slip it in. We just gonna slip it in. Yo, Byron, you good? How you living, man? I'm good, bro. Can't complain. I'm here. I feel you. Alright. Alright, let's do this. Here. Yeah. I hate, so I hate you so much. <laughs> Yo, we have been friends since college. As always, it's your illustrious host, the people's champ, the man of the hour, CJ Quarterbaum. Joined by my friends. <laughs> Joined by my friends, the scamminest of all scammers. When he does his 23andMe, it says 100% Nigerian. It is Eugene McKeever. And on the other side, it's Mighty Mouse, Super Producer D, drinking from the big cup. Young. Okay. And tonight, we got a special guest, another friend since college. He drinking something strong because it's been a long day. It's the boy B Willie Byron is in the building. What Breaking up, y'all? Fat water with a splash of lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's get right to it because some things have changed since the last episode, and one of those things is that Diana is now watching Love Is Blind. <laughs> Talk to us about it. Tell us how you're feeling. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. First of all, it's stupid. It's still stupid. Um, I want. I do want to know because they did let it drop a few times that they had to do psyche vows for this one. I know um, Eugene, you called that out. Somebody had to be crazy in one of the previous seasons to where they required that. But no one was crazier than Matthew. That man gave the accountant vibes from the time he walked at the pod. And the mm-hmm. fact that he sat there and acted like he was going to cry and then went back and said, I'm leaving to go get Amber. Sir, are you sad or not? We get to yeah. all the way to we get our couples or whatever. Clay does not find AD attractive. I don't know how clear, more clear that could be. She told that man a few times that he was so handsome. He was so cute. He said, "I no, 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 no. You, you thinking not Clay and Ad? You thinking of um, (laughs) old Megan Fox? No, I'm talking about Clay and Ad. Ad said, yes. She said, oh, you're handsome. Oh, you're cute. He said, I know. Thank you. Oh my God. He never commented on her face, (laughs) but when she stood up, he said, oh, ooh, ooh, I want. Yeah, he was excited about her body." But her face was not giving. I, mean, I don't Even think when, tip drill. We, we identified that. We're told in that conversation. Tip drill. <laughs> then we get over to <laughs> to Chin, Chin and him. So she said <laughs> she resembled, or she's been told she looks like Megan Fox. Cool. I can see if you were to do a rectangle right here, I can see it. But it's just right here. That's it. Um. But it's the fact that she knows in comparison to Jesse or Jessica, Jessica, Jesse, Jessica, whatever. Um, Her name is Jessica. Get it right. Because that's <laughs> the one that was stable. You're right. Shut up. So. <laughs> it's a lot of her, stability. Shut up. Shut, put your hands down. Put, put your hands <laughs> back where they were. <laughs> Jessica's just very stable. I bet. I bet and I just love that for her. Mm-hmm. I bet. So in comparison to her, I guess she knew like Jessica was prettier or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so she just gave off like insecure from jump start. She kept asking him, kept asking him, you know, how does he feel? Did he make the right decision? She asked him every other day through whatever. How do you feel? How do you feel? And then what made me mad was he said AD was stacked. She took it upon herself to turn around and tell this woman that her fiance thinks she has a fat ass. And then gets mad when he goes over to talk to the woman <laughs> with the fat ass. 
She was like, I was behind you the whole time. And you turned her around and you did this and he did that. Now his drunk thumb looking self did not, he wouldn't admit to nothing. <laughs> he said, I didn't turn her around. Yes, she did. Then he said, you weren't behind me. Yes, she was. And so it's like, she kind of knew, but then she kept creating these problems. Like he apologized. I don't know how many times he said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you felt the way. I'm sorry I made you feel the way. Sorry, 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 sorry. And she just kept going, but I was so hurt. I was so hurt. And it was like, okay, sorry. But I was so hurt. Like, my feelings, like, she kept gaslighting him until she started an argument. Like, bitch, grab a cake and go save the world. You and your chin could do so many great things, but you want to sit here and have a whole conversation about how your feelings hurt. Shut no, up. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You annoyed the hell out of me. So, I mean, all in all, um, everybody, no, you're, Eugene was right, or I can't remember who was out there, but I believe it was Eugene. No one's going to make it outside of that one couple. The, um, <laughs> the, the birth control couple. Yeah. They're not making it. <laughs> They're not making it. I, I, oh. I, I think they'll be able to work through that because she did make a post recently about, you know, clarifying her reserves versus his reserves. Um, and, and it's, they have valid concerns as two people that do want to get married, that do love each other, but that is just a big thing. And so I think that they could make it. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm ready for the next few episodes. When do they drop? This week? Tomorrow. Well, Wednesday. 3, this time. Okay. 3 a.m. So I'm, I'm ready to see what comes about everything. Um, Jeremy and Laura are two instigators. They are two instigators separately and they are terrible together because shout out to the charlatans. If you know, you know, to for that man to be so damn adamant that he was sitting in the lost and found parking lot till 5 a.m. having a conversation. Where there is nowhere to park. No parking. <laughs> There's no parking at lost and to found. Fit two we cars in that parking lot. <laughs> and he's like, no, I was sitting there the whole time till 5 a.m. Sir. So then when she said, you know what, I did check it, and you were in up north of Uptown, that tells me that she was he was near Optimus Hall or whatever. So he alone is just a dumbass liar. I wouldn't even say, like, a great one. He's just a liar. And so, all in all, I think that Love is Blind, this season was interesting, more interesting than the last. But it's still stupid. It's still stupid. Like they did all that scripting for what? To for nobody to make it? To sit around. What did I say in the in the group chat? To sit around and kiss and pass mono back and forth? Like, y'all not doing nothing else. So people, we're gonna give you a special episode next week on what is normally our off week to recap the entire season once all the episodes are out. Cause this season has been a mess. But it's been a good mess. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's been messy. Messy, messy boots. That's pretty terrible. Right. And I feel so like speak- when this comes out, Clay's mom needs to slap the shit out of him. Because he sat there <laughs> and told the entire nation that his daddy gonna shit and cheated on her all the damn 20 years that they was married. And she got on there and got at that table trying to give relationship advice as a woman who was cheating on cheated on for 20 plus years. So what are you yeah, really talking about? That's not gonna go over well at Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. Um, keeping in this idea or conversation about messy boots, Eugene, the listeners want to know if you read the New York Times article where Tom Sandoval from Pumpy <laughs> said that his what he was going through was the equivalent of George Floyd's murder. What? Um, yeah. Yes. I, I didn't read the whole article, but I did see that he equated what he went through to George Floyd and uh, something else that he compared it to as well. But neither I I know what he was trying to say. He just mm-hmm. did oh OJ. That was the other What thing was he what he was he trying to say? Please white whisperer, help us out. He was I mean, and this is not me. This is not this is not me defending Tom Sandoval by any means because he is literal trash. Um, 
he was basically trying to say that it was such a big event. Like it was so big and notarized that so many people knew about it. It changed people's view of certain aspects of the culture. Like it basically like shifted culture for the moment. He was equating his situation to how those situations changed culture. Terrible comparison. Um, but that's essentially what he was trying to say. But it just yeah, it just that ain't it, equates, you said it a just lot of further nothing. proves that he is actual trash. That those are the things that will come to mind when you talk about you cheating on your girlfriend and you are a C-list celebrity at best, like you're a Bravo celebrity, which A and B are already out of the picture for you. But yeah, I, I saw that and was disgusted by it. He's 41. A, they age like Fahrenheit. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's 41 white years. It's, it's different. <laughs> oh my God. What's, What's the the Celsius equivalent to to forty <laughs> one? Oh man, I right, tweeted some... about uh, somebody. Somebody tweeted that um, Jimmy from from Love Is Blind was twenty was twenty seven, and so I commented. I said that's twenty seven white years old. That's you got to compare the Fahrenheit to the Celsius. <laughs> Ain't no way Jimmy some... twenty seven. Somebody somebody quote tweeted it and 27 is actually 80 in Fahrenheit. Okay. <laughs> Listen, that's enough of the uh the trash TV talk. We got a special guest tonight. Byron, tell the people about yourself. Who are you? <clears throat> Nobody important. But you know, uh yeah, uh so I'm Byron Williams. Uh, I met all of you guys at Johnson and Wells University. Uh, we had some pretty great years together. Appreciate you guys for all the memories. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Go on for days, but we not. So let's keep it short. Uh, but yeah, I'm, you know, uh, I've been in uh, Charlotte since, what, 2005? Yeah. So been in the city for about 2005. Um. I've been doing marketing uh, promotions for the past 13, 14 years. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, radio station, marketing, promotion, uh, a little bit of everything. If anybody know me, you know, I always got my hands on something. Pause. Fast forward. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so yeah, we met Byron in college, uh, back when he was a reckless bartender, <laughs> slinging <laughs> drinks out the trunk of <laughs> trunk of his mirage. Hey man, yeah. uh, that was if a you, wild time, yo. If you ever been a broke college student, you understand my hustle. Like you just gotta make a way. You you made a way, all right. Yeah. Um, those some of the strongest drinks I ever had in my life. <laughs> um, laid me on my toe plenty of nights. Um, at one point, I was the guinea pig wow. for Byron Tussles. <laughs> wow, he would test out his drinks on me. <laughs> Byron, you're making jungle juice, red solo cups. I, yo, real talk, I had a big container in my trunk. I told y'all, I used to ride around to like the parties, even at City View, I would pull up and pop my trunk. And I will sell jungle juice like two dollars a cup. And I make the best jungle juice. Like I <laughs> not no, I don't care who comes close. I, I make the best jungle juice. And I'm I, and I stand on that. Gene, remember that party at City View with Shorty Pete on herself and you called her Miss Peabody for the rest of the year? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Um so I, I don't know if you remember, but that was the night that name drop. No, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop names. Not gonna <laughs> drop names. Um your girlfriend had broke up with you, and the girl that I was talking to no longer wanted to talk to me. 
and we decided that we were going to go drink our misery away Mm. and we just went we just went from party to party at at city view and we just want uh to remind the listeners that this was a long time ago that we are in different places and spaces it was almost almost 20 years ago at the time of this recording yeah, it was twenty. It was literally twenty years ago. I mean, it was the weekend of MLK, or the MLK holiday, because it was a Sunday night, and we didn't have school the next day. And I forget who we ended up staying. Brain be working. <laughs> the accountant. Yeah, so that was that. Was, we ended up we ended up staying at City View. That night, but I remember we was in the hallway, and somebody said, "Oh my God, she peed on herself!" And we went running down the hallway. To find <laughs> so y'all went to, was y'all there. ran down the hallway to verify. Yes, this? yes, yes. I went. I went to see who peed on herself, and so so the girl peed on herself. I said, "Yo, you too old to be peeing on yourself, Miss Peabody." And I called her Miss Peabody for the rest of the school year. That is so embarrassing. Eugene is an embarrassing individual. You just couldn't let her like have a moment. You had to remind her every single time you saw her. Every single time. I used to see her walking in the yeah. academic center. Like, hey, Miss Peabody. You you're a Nigerian. I'm convinced now. <laughs> um her recent events, Nigerians aren't the best scammers. It is people from Atlanta. Shout out to Portia. <laughs> <laughs> Portia scammed the Nigerian. I don't believe that. She really did. I, she married this man for like 18 months. She's going to get money and everything. Does he really have the money to give her? He he got some money. You get alimony after only 18 months? I don't know. She getting something in the divorce, though. That's crazy. I am I mean, certain. It's Portia, yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, she's I ain't gonna say she stole him from his other wife, but yep, she definitely finessed that. I mean, she she did. She she stole him from his. Well, his I mean, he he left. He didn't really want to be there, no way. <clears throat> Don't mind me. I'm just taking notes. Uh, never. <laughs> never, <laughs> never <laughs> Gene, Man. you had um, you had some questions for Byron, right? Um, it's not it's not just for Byron. It's really all of us. Um, so speaking of Nigerian scammers and stealing people from their wives and relationships, um, <laughs> and friends stealing stealing husbands from their friends. How would y'all compare y'all friendships from college? to today like are there some that are still standing are there friendship that has kind of fallen apart what caused them to fall apart and what caused the one that are still standing to stick hmm. good question yeah i only caught half of it because i was switching my headphones but i think i got it i mean i literally sent y'all this earlier I, today, so I you had hours it. to think about yes. <laughs> no, did, but did i of course i did not of course you didn't because you came on half an hour late don't don't worry about this it, Beyonce. Guy. We'll we'll give you a chance. No, nah, he's no longer okay. Beyonce. He's Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he low key Lauren Hill. I was, he's no, Lauren, Lauren don't show up. Lauren don't show up at all. He was she big. she shows up eventually when when the shock was aligned. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody answer the question. Mm. <clears throat> um. That's a good one. I can I can tell you why they don't last. I I know you I know you can, Debbie Downer. Go ahead. I'm just saying they don't last because people grow apart. Like you're not the same person. You just said you are not the same person you were almost 20 years ago. So all the scammers that you used to call friends, they're not your friends no more. I didn't have scamming friends. That's Please a don't lie. lie for the people, because we know better. <laughs> You you are friends. you are now our scammer friend, but before <laughs> it was like probably a gang of y'all. Like what was y'all? What was the scammer gang name? Who was the scammer? Who was the scammer? <laughs> Who was I scamming with? I, we we don't know. Y'all scam. That's what y'all do. Nah. Hey, Loki, Claude, and 
I'm not gonna name not gonna name the person, but his one of his first friends, a Philly nigga, they used to call me Skeet. <laughs> they used to call me Scheming. <laughs> Eugene walked down home like, yep, they go scheming. Look at scheming, here he comes. Always, always up to something. But I would say, um, people go apart. Um, I know we've all well, I can't speak for everybody. I know for me, I've I've had roommates um that just the living situation once it ended that ended the friendship um you have people that just refuse to grow up they kind of get to that college lifestyle or get to college and they kind of want to live that forever so it's hard for them to just transition into adulthood um it's fun early 20s but after a while it's like all right there has to be more um and i'm speaking from I know somebody that party promoted when I first got to Jewu and they still do party promotions and they look like DJ Khaled now. And they did not look like DJ Khaled when they started. And Byron, I am not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> there are like there are some people that just have not aged well but have tried to maintain a lifestyle. And you just go apart from those people. So that's like who you talking about, but I ain't gonna call no names. <laughs> You, I'm sure you, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Oh, I know you're talking about. <laughs> oh. Dang, um, DJ Khaled, that's rude, Joe. That's life. So, and I would say the reason why friendship have, friendships have lasted, um, I would say they've lasted simply because You accept people for how they grow. Um, I know like Claude and I have been through life and have kind of been each other's um, rock in different variations in regards to like being a sound ear, being a sound place to get some wisdom. Um, despite him moving like a hard ER at times, he is- Here she go. You, you can just say something person. nice. You could just like your weaving good friends. We held each other down. You watch that up? Go, go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. So, so we are where we are now. Like that is somebody that I can always lean to. Um, when just life just got heavy or loss was too much or whatever, whatever, whatever. So Claude has always been a good friend, and he's never really been a person that threw judgment um out there. So you got to have those type of people in your corner. And I feel like if you don't, then, you know, things fall off. But I don't know. Like, I, I still have a good few of my friends that I'm close with. I am still able to talk to um, from college. So it's just about who you can grow with. <clears throat> yeah, I think I agree. There's I think people just grow apart, right? Like, I don't think you are meant to be like, you're not just, you're just not going to be friends with everybody for life. Like some people are yeah. truly in your life for a season. You grow up, you grow apart, things different. Like, it's not like there's any beef or, you know, any problems. It's just, we're in different places in life and that's okay. I think if you are the same person today that you were 20 years ago, something went wrong. Like for you to have had no growth, like, nothing in you has changed you are the exact same that's probably not the type of energy i want to be around anyway so i think the relationships that i've maintained it's usually like these are like it's people you grow together with and it's not necessarily that you're growing in the same way it's just your vision your values whatever they're a little more aligned and so you know y'all just y'all keep rocking and it's understanding both of you understanding that the relationship has changed because life has changed like i'm married with three kids I don't got time for nothing. And some people, they're like, well, you know, if it's important to you, you're going to make time for it. And I'm just like, shut up. All right, go away. Like, life just, it's not like that all the time. So, that's it. And I think for me, uh, honestly, like, all my friends and, like, you know, close associates from Johnson & Wales, like, we still have that relationship. <clears throat> but it's like, it's like a level of respect. Because, 
I'm not even gonna hold you. All it seems like all my guys are married, and I'm like the only, you know, one that had bad luck. But we're not gonna talk about that. But it's not. It's not bad luck. It's not bad luck. You just you haven't you haven't met her yet. Man, I'm knocking on forty. I don't think I'm gonna meet her. <laughs> nah, for, it's not too late. Not in today's day and age. It's not too late. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like all of my friends are married, so I know I can't have certain conversations like I used to have when we were in college. Like, it's a respect thing. Like, I know you married, you got kids, you know. And I got my father, too. Don't get me wrong. But it's like certain things that I won't do that we used to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of respect. Like, I respect, you know, your marriage, your relationships and stuff like that. So I honestly can say I don't have, like, a person, like, from J-Woo that, like, I fell out with, like, over the years, like, I, cause I honestly, you know, from time to time, people just hit me up randomly, like on Facebook, Instagram, like, Hey B, how you doing? I'm like, yo, I ain't heard from you since, since, you know, since college, but you know, we'll have a little conversation and like, you know, bring back old memories and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, it's, I never had to, I, I don't think I had to cut anybody off. Yeah. I don't think I've cut anybody. I don't think I've cut anybody off. Um, but the dynamics of the friendships change. Um, there's one friend in particular, like, I have not talked to him in years. But if we were to cross paths, like, it'll probably be like nothing, nothing, no, no time ever transpired. Like, we just talked yesterday. But I literally haven't talked to this dude in actually like years, like over 10, over 10 years. Um, but I'm for me, I would say I'm I'm loyal to a fault. Like once we're friends, like we are locked in for life. Like I'm not going anywhere until like you show me otherwise. And and my wife been saying that all the time. She be like, How many friends do you have? Like you have all of these friends. Like everywhere we every time we go somewhere, like you see somebody that you know. I'm just like, I one I have a photographic memory. So I remember people's face and you know, Claude says I'm. <laughs> Claude calls me. He says I'm Audi. To where Listen, I'm, I'm just saying you you special. <laughs> the way I just remember everything, but it's just how my mind works. Um, but I have like this different levels of friendships. Like it's different levels of closeness and access that certain people have like certain things that I was I don't mind sharing with most people and there's some people who like we can be cool but like I'm not going to let you in that far because I don't we don't have that level of but I mean that comes over time because before like I was just an open book like I'll let everybody I'll tell anything to anybody it was just I can't do that with everyone over time i had to learn like okay everybody is not everyone's not entitled to that level of access to you Ooh, child wait till we talk about psychological safety oh you've been you've been reading the book i got one chapter left oh i think i got one and a half i don't have i think i have like at least half the book left I tried to, I tried to do the audio version, and I I need to go get it. So I just join us in two uh, two episodes next week. We're gonna give you the special Love Is Blind episode, and then the week after that, we're gonna talk about the Fearless Organization by Amy Edmondson that Eugene recommended. Eugene, who don't be reading books, recommended a book. Let the let the record show. I still have not read, but I've been listening to this audio book. This nigga's so proud of not reading. I don't understand this. I'd be retaining information though. <laughs> I wish we had video, man. No, if we had video, we'd be we'd be done. We'd be done. I got family, I got a family to feed, all right? <laughs> anyway, what else, Eugene? What else? I'm I'm running point today. Yeah, you, 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 you running point. I'm running point. All right. I'm about to be on my Mark Jackson, because you know I ain't fast. Oh, we know. You ain't fast. You got no athleticism. But I'm efficient. To you. Do something. <laughs> I'm efficient. B, 
Am I not a fish? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, that nigga lying. No, he still got it. We played played against some youngins, like, what, last basketball season. Like, we we ran them cats. Like, the old outlaws, you know what I'm saying? The outlaws, man. (laughs) If you know, you know. Armin and James. (laughs) Slow-mo? Yeah, he was out there before he before he tore us to kill Man, oh, tickle me slow mo. <laughs> Yo, calling that man slow mo is wild. <laughs> that is disrespectful. That's that's been his name since two thousand five. Since oh five. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the whole name, but just call him slow mo. Nope. Listen, it's a different time. <laughs> a Yo, different y'all time. seen y'all seen these Kyries that um with Anta? The Antas? Yeah, they just released the first. Images. I was feeling them, and then I saw them. I saw them symbols on that. I don't know. That's that's the Babylon team. We we see them. Oh yeah, they has some has some has some symbols on them on like the side. Well, you know, Ky- Kyrie into the chakras and the moon phases yeah, and all that. I can't, I can't, I can't, be, can't be wearing that. <laughs> be wearing the Babylon ones, <laughs> the, the demonic ones. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, speaking of kicks, y'all cop them Trump joints. The what? The Trump sneakers. Wow! I oh, no, the, no. The, the, the insurrection ones. <laughs> no, nah. Them just reselling for like a G though. Yeah, they said the side ones was like 10, 10 grand. Fourteen thousand on eBay. I should have got. I mean, I want. I want to get some just for resale. But I thought he did like he released them only at SneakerCon, no. Yeah, he did. I don't, I don't know. Like they were not, they were not available to order. Like he, his rollout, everything was at SneakerCon. So if you were at SneakerCon, then you were able to get there. Hey, but that was smart though. Like it's in the sneaker, like he trying to, he trying to sneakerhead market. Listen, the man knows marketing. At the end of the day, he knows marketing. He knows how to get these these uh, court fees paid. That's what he knows. That's hey, but he down what. 88 million, 130 million, something like that? Yeah. No, he's down like 400 million. It was, it was some astronomical number. Either way, go get your money. Is that a Stanley Cup? Mm-mm. It's a hydro flask. Stanley's full of lead. Nope. They did the test on the cups and they said I'm the cups are full of lead. I'm not doing this with you, you white woman of America. I'm not. I got, if I was a white woman, I'd have a Stanley like Eugene. I got a hydro flask, <laughs> so I'm a nigga. <laughs> Yo, why he can't never be on on the I'm a nigga. by himself? <laughs> I'm a nigga because I did not pay for my Stanley. I actually took it from a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Reparations. <laughs> you did not steal it. Let's let's clarify. You didn't steal it. No, I didn't steal it. She just it was, it was a gift you. for her. I was okay. like, hey, you want that? You like, colonized it. Cups. You discovered it. I did. I I, I, gentrif- I gentrified her cup. <laughs> oh goodness yeah. gracious! I still do not need uh, Stanley. I'm fine with my Yetis. I got one of them too, somewhere around here. That's crazy. Um, I don't know if I have a Yeti. I have the Yeti wine no, glasses I'm... or wine cups for the pool. and then I bet you do, little wino. Tell me what you want. My son must be efficient. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I just, can I share, share with y'all? <laughs> I have no idea when we start the recording. <laughs> I don't have a timer for that. Oh man, I um I'm going to the best restaurant in New York City for the third time tomorrow night. Tatiana by Kwame Onuwachi. It is an impossible reservation to get, and the food is phenomenal. But you've gone you've gone three times? 
Yeah, yeah. Because it's good to have friends. It's good to have friends in high places. So next time y'all in New York, we need to figure out a way to make this happen. Who let me see? Queen Latifah was there the first time I went. And then some some designer, some stylist, uh, I think it was Grace something, I don't know. Some famous stylist was there. And then some NBA player was there. I don't know who it was, but the nigga was mad tall and light skinned. So I just assumed he was an ex NBA player. So we didn't really get the reminder last pod, Gene, but we've gotten it today that he is in a different tax bracket. Um, Byron, every mm-hmm. pod, he has to remind <laughs> us that we are poor and he is not. That we're poor. So, and every pod, Gene reminds us that he's a scammer. And every pod, <laughs> D reminds us that she's an angry little troll. <laughs> Far from angry. Most pleasant person you'd ever come across. Um. Okay, so let's, yeah, let's go to Tatiana's the next time we're in New York and we have thousands of dollars to drop no, it's not. The, it's not thousands of dollars. It's not the most expensive meal I've, I've ever had. Was how how much are the entrees? 50. How much is your meal? Fifty hmm? ish for the entrees. How much? How much oh, your so I'm, I'm getting, um, they I, got bread. No, they don't. No, they don't <laughs> got bread. <laughs> Yo, we Maybe were in Houston. <laughs> we were in Houston, and we went to this restaurant. And Eugene was ordering wings and asking them about the price per wing ratio. <laughs> Like, if that ain't a nigga. Yo, Eugene, get out. Get out. Like, don't even worry about it. Well, I'm not going to worry about it. You No, you, now you have to go. So what was your total for your, for your meal? Uh, so I went, I went with two friends. It's three of us. I think the first time we went, it was probably like six, five or six, somewhere around there. For all of y'all? Hundred? Yeah, yeah. The most I've ever spent on a dinner. It was a uh, me and me and my wife. I think we spent like seven hundred. Wait, what? Yeah, it was this like ten course tasting menu, wine pairing, and all that. Did they feed you and let you suck on their fingers afterwards? <laughs> I am actually not allowed to legally say yes or no to that question. Cool. So, so you did. So you pay seven hundred plus dollars for somebody to stick their finger in your mouth. That's crazy. Did you never had nobody stick their finger in your mouth? Not, not that I paid for. I'm not paying for that. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a privilege. Um, Listen, I'm a lover of good food. I'm a lover of good food, and I think that we should all I'm see what's out there. I'm a lover of good food and staying within your wage. So if that is something that does not break your bank, then kudos. Glad for you. Hope you enjoyed the third time around. We do Me okay. Personally, um, I think the most I've ever spent on a meal for I myself. Have a $20. I'm going to have a $20 appetizer <laughs> some water. No. It's, it's, it's the experience, right? Like you're paying for the experience. And I'm experience. not. I'm not having seven $800 dinners on a regular basis. When he says regular, he, he means like he's doing it once a year. I'm week. not doing it on an irregular basis. I would say probably once or twice a year, I have like a really crazy dinner. Mm. The only place Sorry. I'm trying to go is the upscale wing stop spot in Brooklyn. Which one? Whatever wing stop restaurant. Well, oh, Brooklyn Wing the- House? Yes. I've heard good things. I, yeah, me too. I actually have somebody that went there this week. Um, that's the only place I'm trying to check out. Yo, we went for my sister's birthday. We went to this vegan Caribbean spot. It was me, my sister, my mom and her husband, and my, and my cousin. And when I tell you, like, first of all, like, I think I don't believe in paying a lot of money for vegetables. Like, if it's vegan... And you charging me a lot of money, like it better be worth it. But the Yo, you gas, you to all of the <laughs> like you, I'm paying more for less food. That don't make sense to me. But the gas that everybody had afterwards, the next morning, we were all dying. <laughs> I can't do it. It's that. It's y'all, don't eat no, y'all don't eat no vegetables. 
No, we, we ate a lot of vegetables that night. A lot of vegetables. Eat more. You wouldn't be so gassy. Nah, there's something off. I do, I've, been I eat, do. I've been eating less meat lately, too. Fast forward. Wow. <laughs> I have. He's a I've real been, meat eater. Yeah, man, nah, not anymore. He's a reformed <laughs> eater. I've been eating a lot less meat lately, fast forward. And I think my body feels amazing now that I'm taking less meat in. I've already lost six pounds. I bet. <laughs> Your man's a reformed eater. Listen. Takes less meat in now. That's crazy. Yeah. That's you the title of the podcast. Taking less meat. <laughs> <laughs> taking less nah, meat. That's why. <laughs> taking less meat. <laughs> Nah, that's that's wild. Nah, that's that's the title. Nah, that's, the that's title. not the title. That's not, not the title. Taking less meat. That's Taking crazy. less meat. Featuring Byron. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's that's wild. B, you know you notice how we always been and nothing changed. Sus boys, and not feature me. Nah, nah. Yo, Eugene used to go to the Quiznos by the school, and then dude behind the counter like, I know what y'all want. Y'all want that meat with the extra white stuff, right? With that extra. What was like the mesquite bacon and ranch sandwich or something like that? That was my mine was the mesquite, a mesquite on wheat, extra white stuff, and you you would get the chicken carbonara. With the extra white sauce. Oh, What's wrong with y'all? And it was just Alfredo, but he went out of his way to call it white sauce. <laughs> y'all know. He wanted y'all to know that y'all was putting white stuff in your mouth. Yeah. Oh. And we did at least at least three times a week. Yeah. Extra we got meat, a lot, of, white lot of white stuff. Did y'all ever yeah. eat at that Chinese restaurant that was right there? Never. One time. It messed you up? It was. This is the worst Chinese food I ever had in my life. Uh, yeah, it was, it was terrible. like everything. I, everything was tangy. I I ate there a few times just because it was affordable. But my nah. younger brother came to visit um visit campus with me, or he came to stay with me on campus one day, and so we like walked around the town. He was like, "Oh, let's go eat here," and I was like, "Yeah." I wanted to take him to that um that little Hibachi Express place that was up in the uh, Marriott Center City. That was my spot. But they were closed oh, yeah, that day. So I was like, okay, I'll take you here. Man, I felt so bad. My brother got so sick. I was like, yo, their food is terrible. I think they're still open. Are they still open? Yeah. It's amazing the things you're willing to eat when you're poor. <laughs> no, I wasn't I wasn't willing to eat it. No, uh, the I place was... I, I used to, like, I can't wait to get a refund because I was, like, going straight there. What was that little Italian spot? It was not Italian. It was the uh, something little, a uh, big little something. Village, little Village Grill. Little Village, little village oh, Grill. Oh yeah. R.I.P. I was. They're um. They're by the courthouse now. Oh, they are because they shut down over. I saw that the spot over by the um over by the dorms was shut down. Yeah, yeah, so they they're by the courthouse. They're diagonal from the courthouse. They got a bigger spot. Little village girl used to hold me down. Yo, them burgers. Yes. Oh my god! Like the burgers, the you could not go wrong, and it was so fast that it was like I literally could go in a, a fifteen minute and be right back in class. Yeah, little village was a spot when I wasn't sneaking into people's lunches. You ever you ever went to them lunches on the fifth floor? Like once or twice. No, so I got lucky. Every Monday and Wednesday, I was yeah. No, I had a professor that would bring us food. Like our class was after whenever he would help fix the lunches, so he would just bring a tray of like whatever they served up there. That was lunch. That and I would go to the third floor kitchens. Cause they always had leftover food. I used to Why go to like you the... act like you ain't have people that loved you and could feed you? Why you act like you ain't got no like no home training? What's wrong with you? I was I, I was being efficient, man. I had you it. I can pour. I had it, man. 
I, my work study was in the uh the storeroom uh downstairs. So I got a chance oh. to yeah, I got a chance to, you know, taste a, well, try a lot of different things, you know. Fast you know, forward. The your the European <laughs> kitchen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The, the European cooking class, they always had leftover food. I was eating rabbit, frog, potatoes. You? You yes. were eating? Yes. It was, it was fried? They had the fried? Nah, the drum was like grilled or something. It was good. But you don't eat that now. I mean, where am I getting rabbit from? <laughs> I know a place. It's a place in Provost. No. Rabbit's mad good. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I used to go there every week. So did had, you ever I go to lunch. the cafeteria? I mean, I would go to the cafeteria too, because the little short the little short girl who was working in there, the little short loud ladies. So oh yeah, mm -hmm. just come on in, come on in. I'll go ahead and get some food. <laughs> she used to let me go through every every single time. So between there and the the culinary culinary classes and the restaurants. On five, I didn't have to pay for lunch. Mm. A scammer's going to scam. Listen, they every always time. find a way. Every time. I understand how to scam me. I know I, you don't understand how that scam me. The rest of the world a wise, does. A wise economist. Mm -hmm. Spell economist. E C O N. He's struggling. He's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> My man was floundering. Spell ashwagandha. Huh? Spell ashwagandha. Oh, I can do that now. A S H W A N D A. You you missed a whole lot there. Oh wow. Nice try. Oh well. Listen, Byron, what's what's on your head? What's going on with you, man? <sighs> man, I'm I'm maintaining, man. I was, you know, life life been life, and I ain't even gonna hold you. Life been life, and but you know, still here, still being the best father that I can be for you know my young adults because they ain't kids. Um, <laughs> other than that, man, it's, you know, just maintaining. I feel that. Anything anything you want to promote, tell the people about, tell them where to find you, what you got coming up. Because you always you always out here serving the community. Yeah, so uh I haven't really put it out there yet, but I'm actually putting together a big Easter egg hunt uh for Easter this year. Uh it's in the works. I'm just trying to find a location. But it's a free event that I'm gonna do for the kids. Uh probably maybe 10 10 to 12, 20, 10 to 12 and under. Uh, just like, like I said, a big Easter egg hunt. Um, you know, free food, uh, bounce houses, prizes, Easter baskets for the kids. So I'm putting that into work now. Uh, I'm also volunteering, uh, coaching for a basketball team. That's um, a new organization called Destined to Achieve. Uh, so I'm actually coaching ninth grade boys. Uh, Eugene actually, you know, come through and help me out uh, with these young men. Uh, it's definitely a task. I can definitely say that. But, uh, yeah, just mentoring and working with the boys, just doing something positive in the community. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. I'm so sorry. I so you, you said You said Eugene? Yes, you, yes. Yeah, I was a, I was a great coach, man. Mm. I was, I was a great assistant coach. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, what does somebody was, with no athletic skills <laughs> teach these kids? Those be the best. Look at <laughs> Mark Jackson ain't had a job in a long time. You said what? I said Mark Jackson ain't had a job in a long time. He got a new, he got a new podcast on YouTube. Mark ain't coaching. They they don't want him in the locker room. They said he's too religious. That's what they said. 
They was like, you know we, flying, we flying around here, nigga. What you going to teach us? To below the rim game. I don't think I ever seen Eugene grab a rebound. You said what? I don't think I ever seen you grab a rebound. Because you don't be looking. Nah. I be getting rebounds. You, you ain't getting up there. You, I've never seen you grab a rebound, like jump and grab a rebound. I've seen them fall into your hands, but I've never seen you get up there and get one. Because you don't be looking. You're right, because I'm well, the court. How close you got to look? He don't be paying attention. <laughs> Claude, Claude does not pay attention when he plays ball. Only that is not true. That is not true. true. Is Claude one of those that like shoot bricks, but know he got it, so he turn around and run the other way before he even do anything. I am a certified bucket getter. Don't make me pull a highlight tapes. I got access to the security camera footage now. I'm about, to put, I'm about to put together rips. <laughs> Yo, I be Yo. playing ball. I play ball and I, like I do a move or whatever, and then I look at my watch. So somebody asked me, "That's like, yo, why you be looking at your watch so much?" I was like, "I'm noting the time, so when I go pull the footage, I know exactly what to look for." Anybody that's <laughs> pulling their own highlight reel is even got a mixtape pushing forty. Yo, I'm I'm really about to make my own mixtape. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Stick when the guy's own Bleacher Report mixtape. I mean, that's a method to his madness. He grew his hair out. He got on these extra medium shirts, you know. Son, I've I've lost weight. I'm in a regular zip up. Trying to be a zaddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Have we come to the end of our time? I hate this nigga so much. (laughs) I really hate this nigga. (laughs) Listen. We appreciate y'all. We thank you for coming through and hanging with us. Um, just like like us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us on all the platforms, not just Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but everywhere you get podcasts, even though we only exist on Apple and Spotify. You figure it out, you tech heads. Eugene, I need them to leave five stars for us. If they ain't got five stars, what should they do? Um, subscribe to Claude's new YouTube channel so you can watch his mixtape. Yes, please do, because it's coming. And on that note, we are... Bye, niggers. (laughs) We do not endorse the bringing back of the ER.